Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 and good afternoon everybody this is pop the question i'm dr lee popwell joined here in the studio by dr joe skoda uh that together we make up the popwell skoda that makes sense popwell skoda spine center uh and we have four wonderful staff we've got kind of a tight team we like it that way and we've been doing this program now for about 10 years but still every uh, every week we do it we know we have new listeners so we welcome you if this is your first time to pop the question, if not, you know the format. Uh, we will sometimes get questions, uh, emailed questions, and we're going to give you our website now, and we'll give it again later because those of you driving, we don't expect you to stop and pull over and try to write this down, but it's really easy to remember. Our website is docpop.com, D-O-C-P-O-P.com, and uh, we have lots of information on there about our office. We try not to make it too lengthy, but uh, the Questions that people have and where are you and uh, what are you doing and that sort of thing. We've got pictures of the staff and the office, and we talk about some of the specialties there. We've mentioned a lot about uh, the ART that Dr. Skoda uh, is using here in the office. It's been a wonderful change for us over the last, what do you say, Joe, year and a half now? How three long? and a half. What? Three and a half? Three and a half years, yeah. Yeah, you tell you're getting older. Life flies by. So. Three and a half years, but uh, uh, Dr. Skoda is quite, uh, uh, that, that is quite the specialty with, with his work. He's still obviously a chiropractic physician doing chiropractic manipulation accurately, but the ART uh, is a wonderful addition, and one of the uh, patients we're going to talk about here in the first half of the program is a patient that is exactly what they needed, and uh, I'm going to let Dr. Skoda take that one. And then the second half, we're going to uh, answer a very interesting question that maybe a lot of you would have. Uh, it was in several parts, and many of you would have some of these same questions, so maybe that will answer them for you. But remember, if you want to email us a question, we're glad that we will always answer it. We'll either email back, we'll call you, or uh, we may just do, in this case, where we did an email. I'm going to follow up with a phone call, and we're going to uh, share. Of course, we won't share who the uh, – uh, listener wise that uh, that wrote the question. So uh, I'm going to turn it over to my partner and Joe. I think you've got a couple of, of interesting and quite different case studies uh, for our first half today. Sure, Dudley. And uh, just to remind a listener, like Dr. Popple said, the uh, our website is www.docpop.com, uh, D-O-C-P-O-P.com. And it's a great way to just kind of get a brief overview of the office, kind of see some pictures, some brief write-ups on the things that we do, and a great way to communicate with us. Uh, you can email with us, and the girls get those throughout real time throughout the day. Of course, if it's the weekend, uh, Lee, we last year we had a little upgrade or upgrade in the office with our IT and the server and stuff like that. It just needs to be done these days. And the IT guy kept asking me, uh, yeah. "Do you want to? Uh, <laughs> you sure I can? I can make this tie into your phone?" I said, "Look, if you offer to attach me." To my office again when I'm out of the office. I'm going to give the job to somebody else. You like, know, no, your family. <laughs> Friday yeah. afternoon we shut it down and then we're back on Monday, but we work hard Monday through Friday. Um, but that is a great way to, to, to learn about us. Yes. Um, the first patient, Lee, you had mentioned, uh, and it, it's good to a lot of patients. You mentioned active release. What is active release? Active release is a very specialized soft tissue work. If you're familiar with chiropractic care, 
it's I it's an easy way to to describe it or put a kind of picture in your mind is to say it's kind of like an adjustment for the muscle. Typical massage therapy, like at a massage envy or something like that, is a little more broad in its approach, a little more of a shotgun, although they can be specific as well, and that's not a, a slight or a malign. We have two massage therapists in the office that we employ. Uh, it's five days a week. I like your and, bouquet an- analysis. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, that's an analogy I analogy, use. Analogy, yeah. Where active release is very, very specific. Um, general massage therapy, Lee just mentioned a bouquet of flowers. It's kind of like taking a picture of a bouquet where uh, active release is very, very specific, one structure at a time. That's like taking one flower out of that arrangement and only focusing on it or taking a picture of it. Uh, and again, just a different tool for a different job. I've, I've gone to Massage Envy myself, you know, hand in stone or elements or whatever, and there's nothing wrong with those massages. Just a specific tool for a specific job. And, and active release serves a specific tool as a specific tool for repetitive issues, for adhesions, for restricted range of motion, uh, painful motions, things like that. It became very popular years ago, or it got its claim to fame was through the Ironman community. Uh, of course, that's the you know the marathon, the bike, and then the swim. Not the Marvel character. I, oh no no yeah yeah not not the Marvel character. Um, although those movies were fun because some of our family's favorites. But uh, <laughs> and now now it's really the the, the technique has really matured. Uh, there's a really great support and teaching staff uh, of instructors and. Um, of which you are one. I am one now, yeah. yeah. Last year was my first seminar uh, that I became an assistant instructor. Got to start somewhere. And uh, later on this year, I'll be doing several more. So looking forward to that. Joe, I'm going to interrupt you real quick and just say, if you're just tuning in, he's talking about ART, active release technique. And I've been in practice 40 years. It's been around about as long as I've been in practice. But, you know, until I came here and then you got exposed to it and started doing it, Joe, I had never heard mm-hmm. about it and not using it. There's many, many chiropractors who are using chiropractic care, but very few that are using ART. That's yeah, there's different. only a few thousand of us uh, nationwide that yeah. are currently certified and that keep the certification. And it's funny, uh, I had a patient moving out of the area the other day, and we pulled up the website and they said, oh, no, I, I, you know, I had chiropractic care before, but the chiropractic plus active release has really made the difference for me. Can you find me a provider? How do I know mm-hmm. who to use? So mm-hmm. we went to their website and it, just Google active release providers and uh, you can go to the website and put in your zip code. Um, and, you know, just kind of the, the, a short map of the southeast came up. And down in Atlanta, there's I mean, plenty to choose from. In our area, there's really not. There's really only two of us. And unfortunately, the area where this person was going, it was a 45 or 50 minute drive to get to the closest one. And from what I could tell, they were just starting to get into ART. So it didn't give the patient a lot of confidence. And there are certain areas where there's a ton of us, uh, tends to be the bigger major metro, Charlotte, Chicago, uh, out west, Colorado, because that's where our headquarters is. Um, so, yeah, there's one. And I, and I don't mind telling you, Dr. Mike Nelson of Carolina Active Health is over on Mills Ave, I believe, downtown. Good and man. He does a he does a fine job. He's a good physician. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're over on that side of town, go see him if you feel like this is the kind of care that you need up here on the east side. That's where our practice is located. Come see us. We'll be glad to help you. But anyway, Lee, it's most of our patients get some combination of both. But this particular patient is mid 50s. He's a veteran, um, served four years, years ago, has been in kind of audiovisual lighting type mm-hmm. of design and installation. And just four, five, six weeks ago, his back started heart hurting him, kind of a gradual onset. He didn't sneeze. He didn't pick up his kid. He didn't walk the dog. None of those things where you could point to it and say, Hey, this is where this is where it started. Hey, you know, most of us like wake up a little achy. We're getting older. Sometimes sleep is is a, is a bad thing. It, you actually get hurt sleeping. 
That's kind of how you know you're getting older. I heard a comedian say one time, kind of funny. Uh, actually, when it happens to you, now, it's Joe. not too funny. I felt it, you're too. It's not too partner. funny when it actually happens. But anyway, it was it was a gradual thing. And most of us, when we have a small soreness, we think, eh, just a little ice maybe, or or it'll go away in a few days, a couple of ibuprofen. And, and for this particular gentleman, it did not. And in fact, it's been getting worse. And he went to his regular provider and uh, really didn't. They're not trained in the mechanical uh, field, no different than I'm not trained, you know, to assess the need of a root canal or your cataracts in your eyes, just a different field. So they, they did a combination of the typical cocktail. A lot of times you'll get some combination of painkiller, muscle relaxant, and anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. And so he took those for a few days, and within a week he's like, look, this, it's not changing. In fact, it's still getting worse despite the painkillers. And he started doing some research. He figured he wanted to get the root of the problem. Good the guy's got his head screwed on right. And he started asking around at work. And it just happened that he works with someone who's a patient of ours. And that's how we get a lot of our patients is through referral. And he came to us. And this one's just straight, straightforward mechanical. He's got some misalignment in his low back, some areas that are very locked up, very fixated, uh, coupled with some some heavy rotation in his uh, lumbar spine and then also his S, his left SI joint. These are correctable things. These are very correctable things. And uh, pretty, like I said, pretty straightforward. And like I said, mid-50s, he's got a little arthritis, but that's not the cause of the pain. But it's good for us to be aware of that. And almost no soft tissue work will be used with this one. A little bit here and there, but he's going to be primarily be adjusted, uh, which is in complete contrast to the second patient that we wanted to talk about in this segment. Lee. But before you leave number one, I want to say this: most of the listeners can identify, I think, with patient number one that you just mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not the age group, but he could be somebody younger, somebody older. Same thing. Yeah, this thing's been nagging me. It goes away some days. I don't have it. Then it's right back uh, and getting worse. And I don't know why. And, and that's and, your body telling you, hey, you know, take a look at me. That's the that's the engine light coming on. Don't ignore that. You know, you need to make sure that the plugs are good and the pressure is good and the spark plugs are good. Um, our body has a way of telling us. And those are our symptoms. Now, I'm not saying be a hypochondriac. You don't run in for every headache and every earache and every mm-hmm. knee pain. You, you let your body do its thing a couple of days. But in this particular gentleman's instance, it's about six weeks and it's worsening. It's time. So the second the second person is a runner. I mentioned Iron Man. He's a runner. Uh, younger, early 30s, is also a track and field coach or a track and cross country coach. I think is how that works. Mm-hmm. And he's been dealing with this a lot longer, mm-hmm. two to three years. And the way he described it is, uh, I can run if I rest for any period of time and then I start running again. I'm good for the first day, the second day, sometimes the third day, but. Somewhere between the third and the fourth day, that next run, I feel like my calves are are ripping almost, and he's been afraid to stretch his calves. So when you when you get that kind of repeated thing, he's been running since he was I don't know adolescence I think even maybe middle school, but definitely high school, and it's just a love of his. And like I said, now he's a coach. So he's creating this pain in his calves, and the first thought, you know, new shoes. A runner might think rest, use a roller. Uh, stretch out your calves, but stretching his calves actually hurts, so he hasn't been doing that too much. So rest, it's better after a few days, tries running a bit again. After a few days, the pain's back. And so it's really kind of demoralizing because he can't run. So we actually treated his wife right. several years Good ago. Good point. Good and point. she's a runner as well. Um, so so she, she, was, she kind of kicked him over to get some let him know, yeah. And actually, she was a an ART patient. We did a little adjusting with her, but it was mostly soft tissue in the upper, I believe, right limb, if I remember correctly. It could be the left, but either way, it's the same structures. It was her SI joint, high hamstring, a little bit of glute, and that got her running again. Mm-hmm. Um, this particular gentleman, it's it's an interesting, it's very equal on both sides. 
and there's one muscle in his calf. Yeah, name that's the flower, the trouble. Joe. Name, name the, the flower. flower yep. N- name. So most of this, when you when you when you <laughs> grab your lower leg, if you're just sitting in a car, you reach down, you grab your calf. The 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 uppermost or the topmost muscle is called the gastroc or gastrocnemia or gastrocnemius, uh, just calves. But there's actually m- several more muscles under there. Directly underneath of the gastroc is the soleus. And then below that, we have what's called the deep compartment. And there's three muscles in there. It's the posterior tibialis, which is right in the center. And actually, that muscle is more responsible for shin splints than the anterior tibialis. Uh, and then you've got flexor digitorum longus and flexor, um, the flexor digitorum longus and the flexor hallucis longus. And those muscles actually help to curl your toes. The first one curls all the four little toes, and then the other one, your big toe, has its own muscle that pulls on it to help grip and flex. And that was his. And that's his on both sides. And you and push with that toe. When yeah, you're and you push off on that toe when you run. So it's just the repetition over time that has created this issue. And those, they're like steel cords in there. I'm having to put a little elbow grease in there to get these things to stretch out. But already, just in a few visits, he's, he's getting some good relief. We're not there yet. You can't fix three years' worth of pain and three years' worth of compounded issue and injury in two or three visits. But his early care has shown great promise. And I keep, he's like, can I run yet? And I'm not yet. <laughs> not yet. Uh, but we're going to get there. And I believe that we're going to we're going to fix this one completely. Interestingly, he doesn't need any adjusting at all. We checked his low back just to make sure um, everything's pretty fine there. We're going to maintenance him. But his primary care is active release specifically to the lower limb. Well, Joe, you, you named two patients there and both of them. You answered the four questions. The first one, what was wrong with me? What's wrong? We're specific on it. You identified the problem. The second one is, can you help it? These two were definitely helpable through our office. Now, we had actually a, a new patient this last week that we actually sent somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We, we yep. weren't going to be helping that case. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the two. And then the third is, hey, how long is this going to take? And the fourth is, how much does it cost? And chiropractic, folks, is surprisingly reasonable uh, and uh, non-toxic and natural. So, uh that's kind of how we got into the field of chiropractic. So yeah, we're going to natural healthcare. We're going to take take a break. We want to give the station a break here. Want to come back and uh, answer a very interesting email we got, and uh, maybe a few other little tidbits before the end of the show. This is Pop the Question. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is the backside of Pop the Question. Uh, no pun intended. We are chiropractors, Dr. Lee Popwell and Dr. Joe Skoda, here in the studio with our engineer James, who's a faithful helper here to get us. Uh, Across a lot of square miles, Joe, I think you're the specialist on about how far we reach. But we know we're reaching a lot of you that are in other cities and uh, even other states. And uh, one of our uh, new patients this week actually lives in North Carolina. He comes down here in Greenville to work, and uh, so we're treating him, and so that works out. But if somebody calls us from a long way off, we oftentimes have to send them to someone there near them now this is different this one is kind of the backside of that opposite and and it was an email sent to us and it said uh, uh it was sent to us here by an individual says i haven't been to a chiropractor in years uh my doctor for many years was he listed the doctor in spartanburg and said so he passed away and so i saw doctor number two also in spartanburg he was happy with both of those chiropractors and then he said i now live in greenville and i'm looking for a chiropractor what do I do? So he knew, I guess he Googled chiropractors or, or whatever, and he found our, our practice, or he's heard pop the question, and he emailed us. But um, his question was, uh, how, how do I know to come to your practice? What, what is your practice like? What, why would I, I choose you? I love that question because part of the reason we've been on the air for 10 years is we want the 
area to know who we are and what we do and kind of how we do it, our philosophy. We don't hesitate to say we're two Christian doctors and uh, fortunate enough to have a Christian staff. And uh, we take an approach there. Do we try to treat people like family, follow the golden rule? And um, we even have a built-in uh, protocol that's a little different that you won't find in a lot of offices, but it's what Joe and I feel comfortable with, and that is uh, where the patient comes in the first visit and they meet Dr. Skoda. He does the consult, the examination, uh, films are needed, he gets those taken, uh, and gathers the info for visit one, and that all happens within one hour, and uh, then the patient can go, they can roll, and uh, then he and I will consult that case and uh, look at those together and if we're going to follow up with that patient visit two they're going to come in and meet uh, the other half of the Popos Coda team and that is myself now some of those ROFs Joe I guess that that's a little deceiving some of them really are directly to what you're doing specifically and you'll do that report visit well it depends on the patient yeah it really depends on the patient I, I think for this for the uh for the sake of the radio or the general idea of how does it work in the office. Uh, it's a two-part process. Yeah, it's a two-part process. The first visit we like to tell people is the visit that we learn about you, and the second visit is the visit that um, you learn about you. And sometimes, most people understand, but once in a while you get a patient like, oh, you're not going to review the x-rays today. By the time we um, consult, we spend face-to-face time, and by the time I go through the examination and then the exa- the X-ray and the the development process, we're we're pretty much at at the limit for the day. X-rays sometimes are very easy to read. You know, if you take if it's a simple thing, and we take two in the neck. There's no arthritis. It's a younger person. You you can pretty much analyze those within minutes. So that's a fairly easy thing. But on say a car accident patient where we have to take six or seven or even eight X-rays, that takes time to analyze those. And you you don't want a, jo- a, a doc jumping in um, without checking the depth of the pool. We don't want to jump into treatment with someone. Uh, without knowing exactly where we want to go with them at the end, we we need to we need to steer the ship in the right direction before we start moving it. And uh, so that's it. so sometimes, like I said, sometimes it's uh, it's it's pretty straightforward, pretty simple. But but for the sake of the radio and for the sake of describing or what we do, what our process is, first visits for our, us to learn about you. Second visit, by the time you get there on the second visit, those X-rays have been fully examined. And not only you don't always find a problem on an X-ray. In fact, we rarely do. The X-ray is just a piece of the puzzle. The consultation, the symptom pattern, the history, the examination, and then when we start to do some some hands-on work, that kind of finishes it up. And so we correlate all those things together in a report, and that's where you come in, Lee. Oh, yeah, Joe. Is that you get to explain to them what we have found. Can, like you said in that first segment, can we help? How long is it going to take? What are we going to do about it? What's treatment going to look like? Is that going to be adjusting? Is that going to be ART? Is that going to be the combination I've mentioned in the first visit, uh, not the first visit, I'm sorry, you can tell what I do for a living, the first segment that we have two massage therapists on staff, and uh, they are used for full half-hour sessions, sometimes an hour session, depending on the patient, depending on the condition, depending on the injury, mm-hmm. and that's that's where you guide them through on that second visit. Yeah, and uh, the thing that I will say a lot of times to the patients on visit two is that you're going to experience something here that is getting lost, even in chiropractic, especially in medicine. And that is where you can have a one-on-one with the doctor. You can ask questions. The doctor is going to explain. And we'll oftentimes even pull the x-rays up on the computer, uh, show the x-ray, explain it, and let them see it. Uh, they oftentimes will leave with a, a piece of paper. Or they'll have some of the notes on it, exp- helping to explain. Because if a patient has the right concept uh, of what is wrong and what it's going to take to fix it, how long that's going to take, 
they usually become a, a, a fine patient. You know, the old saying is that happiness is when your reality exceeds your expectations. We want to give a very fair expectation, and then we try to make them happy. And uh, uh, that seems to work pretty well. Uh, we've been blessed, and, and we're we're glad to to have this practice here. We're glad to be on this radio station and be able to share these things with you because that's what brings up a question like this. And he says, uh, why, why your office? So we're, we're always week to week trying to explain things that are maybe a little different about our office. Uh, you won't get the feeling of it being a hospital or a corporate situation. Uh, it is a small family practice. All ages are treated there and there are uh, there are some specialty things that are done. We've mentioned ART, uh, active release technique. We haven't mentioned spinal decompression in a long time. Uh, that That is a very specific computerized-driven machine that's used. We use it rarely because it has to be the perfect exact patient to, to need it, and then we have a real high success rate with it. If you threw everybody on it, uh, you would have a very low success rate. It's made for one thing, and that's decompressing a specific low back vertebra. Uh, and so, like Joe said, we have LMT, we have the, the chiropractic manipulative treatment, and um, this is what we do. So, if, Lee, even there, if somebody's listening, that maybe even a subset, we're good old-fashioned hands-on chiropractors, and that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be overly forceful. That can actually be done very gently, but yes. some chiropractors these days use uh, instruments or computerized uh, percussion devices, things like that. Uh, Years ago, it was activator was the handheld one. Now there's mm-hmm. things called pro adjusters, and I'm sure there's different um, uh, different brands out there, different manufacturers of these devices. But we are hands-on, uh, hands-on adjustment, full spine. We're from top to bottom. Uh, with my history of martial arts and physical activity and just athletics in general, I also do extremities. Not all chiropractors do. So that means it was never my thing. That's right, Lee. You've always done the spinal adjusting, and many chiropractors do. And that was a great way that our partnership complemented. You know, it was one thing I was able to do and provide for the patients. Now, like you say, with the active release, but that means we can do shoulders and feet and elbows and wrists and things like that as well. Um, There's but, a lot of people living with problems in those joints that don't know where to go. Yeah. I and, mean, they're and, their primary doctor. And now the addition of active release, I mean, I, I could do two or three different programs on just the elbow. It's that complicated. Um, there's so many attachments, things like medial epicondylitis, lateral epicondylitis. Uh, you got guys, crossfitters, pressing, pushing for the elbows. A lot of the pain in the elbow is actually coming out of the shoulder, even though the shoulder doesn't hurt. And that can actually be vice versa. One thing that's interesting as I get into patients that have shoulder problems, almost always I end up uh, between the shoulder blades and the thoracic spine or even in the low back. And people say, low oh, back, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's, what's your low back got to do with your shoulder? There's one muscle that connects the two. It's your lat dorsi, and that's a big, strong muscle. And especially with something like CrossFit where they do so many pull-ups, uh, that the, the latissimus dorsi starts down in your lumbar spine, and it goes all the way up your back and attaches up underneath your armpit, and it's a huge puller of the arm. And when that's tight and that's not moving properly, it can create a lot of pain in the shoulder. So here you think maybe... I'm getting old, I've got arthritis, maybe it's a rotator cuff tear, oh no, and it's just a super tight lat that once we get that plus your low back under control, it's almost like magic, the shoulder pain goes away, but it's just reading the body biomechanically. So point in saying all that is that we're hands-on docs. I, my hands yeah. are my tools, they're my instruments, 
that's how I administer the adjusting, and that's how I do active releases with my hands. Well, now I want to get back to this this uh, email because I'm going to call this uh, this fellow. He gave his phone number. Uh, I, I think I'll text him and then let him decide if he wants to have a conversation. But because there's some questions that uh, that are more specific and, and personal, so we'll keep them off the air. But the point we're making, uh, and Joe, by the way, you know, I always been a chiropractor of the spine with a name like Popwell. I was always teased all through my career about that. But I said, yeah, well, I've got to live up to my name. So, uh, but, uh, folks, like we said, uh, you can, you can email us. Uh, even the first visit is so informative. When someone comes into our office, we say, give us an hour. You go ahead and do the paperwork. It may take 15 minutes and you can get that on your computer at home. Go ahead and fill it out before you come in. Uh, it does not have to be something that is a beleaguered half a day in a doctor's office. We want you to come in, want to treat you like family, let you leave there saying that was a great experience and, and look forward to the next visit. And that second visit, uh, with most folks, it leads on into, into care that we can help. Uh, the others, the best we can do is say, Hey, look, this is not a chiropractic problem, but we're going to tell you who we would suggest you go and see. And then, of course, there are many that end up uh, in, in the surgeon's office, too, and that's that's necessary. Many neurosurgeons, all the neurosurgeons I know in, in Greenville are so backed up, it takes weeks and weeks to get to see them. The, frankly, the primary care doctors uh, don't want to see neuromuscular issues. They want it to go somewhere. So it may go to a physical therapist or a, uh, an orthopedist. We actually had a patient this week that was referred from a hospital, and that doesn't happen an awful awful lot, but the hospital knew of us and they said, hey, you need to get to a chiropractor's office. So, folks, you may need to get to a chiropractor's office. That's why we're here on the air. And as we're uh, wrapping this up, Joe, uh, I think just to remind people that uh, our website, like you said, docpop.com, you can uh, email us. Uh, you can tune in on Saturdays at 1230. And Lord willing, we'll be here on WGTK with uh, another edition of Pop the Question.